0: Welcome back, everybody, to another station of Go station. station, the number one podcast in the country and world, world,
1: in the whole wide world.
0: Welcome back, everyone. It's your favorite hosts, Arya and Keshver, and we are back to bring you another fantastic topic this week. We're going to be talking about emotional intimacy and how it can lead to better relationships, not just romantic relationships but friendships and just any... anything
1: you define as a relationship
0: yeah any relationship Except with, maybe any human. with your cat yeah yeah no you know what even with your pet if you're emotionally intimate it's good
1: it is good you're right i'm
0: emotionally intimate with our pet goldfish and me and her have a very strong bond
1: it's true she bubbles at him every day
0: yeah i love it i also <laughs> have a strong emotional intimate connection with my um dog yeah who i also love very much
1: yeah Oh, I think he loves me a little bit more now.
0: I think he just has a lot of love to give. He does. And you're relatively new to him still, you know? He's known me for, like, ten years, but he's only known you for, like, a year. So, you know, you still got that, uh, like... year, bud. You got, like, that newness Oh, you charm. wish it
1: was a year. All right.
0: Anyways. Anyways
1: here we are. Um, and so we decided to talk about this episode this week because... Um, It's been interesting. There's been a few conversations revolving around it. And I think, for me, it wasn't until I was older that I realized how um, important this was. Because fun, funny thing was, like, I always used to be more drawn to being friends with guys. Because I just related more in the sense of, like, I didn't... I didn't have, like, drama. I didn't have anything yeah. weird.
0: Guys have so much less drama at younger ages.
1: Yeah, they didn't torment me. They didn't care what I looked like. They didn't say, like, you weren't cool enough to hang out with them. They were like, cool, you want to play ball? Let's play ball. I'd be like, down, let's go. That was it. That, that's all I needed to do but to be friends, and we were friends. Yeah. And then I, I think, would talk to them.
0: I think there's still a tiny bit of drama. But like once I had a sister and I sort of like watched her go through school a little bit, I was like, "Wow, girls are so mean."
1: I mean, so my, mean. A lot of my 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 best friends are girls, like they have been. Um but just generally, like I remember when I had to hang out at lunch and stuff, I would choose to hang out with the boys because if I hung out with the girls, they have like little cliques or little like cool clubs or if you can't do this, you can't hang out with us. Super mean stuff. But here's the fun thing. I never thought of this much, but when I was younger, like I also didn't enjoy talking. I was really quiet, quiet. Like um, I just wasn't extroverted in that sense. Um, I would only speak if I had to. Uh, it wasn't an outgoing. It changed over time, but I was really good at listening mm-hmm. at a younger age. Um, need to work on that now. But <laughs> I was so good that. A lot of my friends, both guys and girls, would like share things with me like anything and everything, and they just talk 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 talk, talk, and I'd listen, and I didn't mind um, and I was just that friend that everyone would talk to, so it was interesting that, like upon reflection, I realized that, and then now I'm at a stage where I'm able to talk really well i listen i think I think I've gotten better at listening too. Um, I think I definitely have room to improve in that stage, but, um, I think the level of conversations I have are really interesting and it shows with different people. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the first thing is what do, why are we talking about this per se? Because everyone has relationships in their life
0: with your parents, with your friends, with your significant other, with your pets, their siblings, like everybody, with your technology,
1: and we all know, like we spoke about this in the mini-series, where like communication is a huge thing, right? Like that brings a lot to it. But I think the thing that defines like a really good relationship is being able to be emotionally intimate with them. And no, that doesn't mean anything sexual. That no, it's literally completely means completely
0: platonic, you dirty. B words, get your head out of the gutter.
1: Yeah, no, but, but <laughs> so intimacy is literally being able to connect with somebody in that way where you feel close to them and connected to them, like in the literal sense of connection where your words have an impact and their words have an impact and you're, you're genuinely having a conversation that brings value to you both.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when you call somebody and, you know... I have relationships, and with, like, important family members, too, where it's like, hey, hi, how are you? Oh, good, thanks. What's new? Oh, work's good. Okay, cool. You're significant other. How are they? Good. Cool. Bye. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. That's it. And I can I guarantee- everybody you, has a lot of relationships I love them. like that. Like, they're, I love them. They're, you know, family and stuff like that. But then there's other members of my family where I have- really deep conversations and like a lot of us you know at least one of our parents if you're lucky enough to have a close relationship you choose one usually if not both then good for you but like for me my mom I've always had a hard time as a child to be open with her but as an adult I've gotten much better at it and so to be able to cry with somebody or laugh with somebody and emotionally be open with them like even sharing anger or those emotions that you have built up in you, they're just, like, so important. And I think they improve your understanding of each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's the main thing, is that you genuinely get to know the person better. And you, um, when you have those conversations about
0: your It just most, brings you so much closer.
1: Yeah, because you're trusting them. And that's something, like, you know, emotionally, scientifically, like, trust is something that bonds people together animals together like when you trust somebody you're you're immediately more bonded to them Mm -hmm. and trust shows up for a lot of us in a way where you can share those dark or intimate parts of you that you don't just open up you don't just go to your boss and like oh yeah today i had a breakdown mentally because of this and that like like you don't you just you normally would never do that
0: Um, yeah you usually tell like your friends and it's 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 almost like a cry for help like when you like when you're with a friend and you're really opening up about something that's been bothering you, like, you know, you're being very vulnerable, you're letting them into your, your emotions and they're generally negative, like yeah. as the receiving friend, mm-hmm. like that that is your opportunity to really be there for your friend, mm-hmm. really help console them. And then, you know, in the end, you just you're so much closer. Your friendship is so much closer.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to do with everyone. That's the main thing to like pick and choose who you're doing this with. But if you find there's a relationship you really care about and you find like it hasn't been to that level, I don't know, that level of caring that you want and that level of connection that you want, there's a good chance you aren't fully open with them. You don't feel safe enough that if something was bothering you, you could actually cry in front of them or you could feel like they're not judging you per se in the way that would make you feel unsafe. Um, Obviously have it's like super important to have that honesty in a relationship where if you were to tell someone something they could also share their thoughts with you like be like if you were like you know i'm addicted to this or that and they could honestly tell you like hey i think you need help i don't think that's healthy for you and they're not just like that's okay you yeah, know that's fine it's okay you're okay like that's you know lying to you in that sense and not mm-hmm. helping you either i think that's a huge thing is like when something isn't good they can they have the they can tell you, but they're also there to cheer you on. Yeah, Like, you know, when you're like, I did this. I think this is something I learned, like, with a few friends who are, they're like close friends to me. And I learned it pretty soon was like, you know, I'd share something with them. Be like, I did this. I'd be like, oh, that's great. And then they try to stab you in your fucking back. Or they would do something where it's like they're trying to undermine what you did. Or try to, like, do something like what you did in a better way. And you're just like, why? Why can't you just be happy for me? And that's when you don't have a good friendship, I yeah. want to say. Like, it turns into something that's definitely... That's not worth the emotional intimacy at that point. Because they're yeah. not They're not a good friend. A good
0: friend will be happy for you when something good happens. Even if there is an element of jealousy that they might initially feel when they hear yeah. it. A good friend is able to put that to the side and go like, you know, okay, that's my thing. That's my issue. Put that to the side and just be like, you know what? I'm so happy for you, friend. Yeah. And, you know, so... Even
1: in relationships, I think, like, it's not spoken about. But, like, yeah, jealousy happens. Like, feelings of negativity happen. And it's not like saying that you should never feel them. You just understand that it's not something you ever want to act upon. And it's not something that's going to stay with you. It's just, like, an initial reaction where you might feel that. Um, but at the end of the day, you're extremely happy and supportive for that person. So like, I feel so, so blessed where I have like a handful of friends and really that's all I ever need. I have more than a handful of friends, but a consistent amount of friends that I know Whenever, ever, like if I haven't seen them for months and we talk, it's like, it's like the best conversations because we're talking about each other in a way where we're supporting each other and it's not just like me 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 Mm -hmm. um it's like asking those questions that matter making them feel seen allowing them to cry or laugh or share their struggles which they may not have shared with anybody else um celebrating them and like in that sense of not celebrating your achievements just celebrating them like being like you're such a freaking amazing person like you know I've always admired, and I've recently had, like, a conversation with two of my really good friends, and we were, like, I was I was just so genuinely proud of both of them because they've faced their own struggles, which, like, outwardly may not be seen, but I've known them for years, and I, I'd like to say I know enough about them to, like, you know, understand a little bit about the way they think and the struggles that I do think they have, and acknowledging it and being like, you still freaking did an amazing. You still job. kick ass girl. Yeah. And that's girl, so you're still
0: kicking ass.
1: It's it's really hard, I think, like, to trust people to actually open up. I think that's that's something that takes bravery. Because you're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I started dating you, it was like that. I was so scared because I think the fear that I personally faced was like what if you what if this person hears everything And doesn't accept me and then leaves. And I've just bared my soul or shared certain things. And now not only did they take all that with them, but. Uh, Got your soul. (laughs) 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 Um, But they didn't even accept it enough to, to be okay with it. And I think that's a fear we put into our heads. But I think that's something that's not true because the courage you take to put yourself out there means a lot. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day if the other person can't accept that because that's your truth and that's your way of connecting to them. And maybe that's a sign from the universe being like that person is not meant to be there anyways, if they can't handle that part of you Um, and making it like a safe space for you to be that way is so important because when you have friends who are, like I, and I'm guilty of it too. Like I have certain friends. I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to do that. And I don't like, I genuinely, I'm like, I don't care, but it's not necessarily like in events, a harmful way. Like
0: events and stuff. Like, do you want to go do this? And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'd
1: yeah. love yeah. to do that. Yeah. Or like certain things. It's just like, I don't really feel like it, but there's other friends who I may not have been able to do it, but I do genuinely, like if it's a possibility for me, I would love to do it. Like I have a, a friend who is an, a musician and stuff, and I've unfortunately never been able to see their Concerts. I've actually a few of them. Um, who I've never seen their concerts and stuff, and it's simply because it's never been like. I mean, this is like a part. of It's never been
0: convenient. It's never,
1: and I know to a point I feel like guilty because I'm like it's like you should go out of your way to do it, but um at the same time like I genuinely do love and support them and what they do and I think they're so talented and I I want to see them. Um, I just wish it was a little more in my schedule too, um, or a little more convenient, but like. You know, I've let them know, mm-hmm. and I've and I've meant it when I say like they're killing it and they're doing such a good job and like their accomplishments are amazing. Even if a part of me like sometimes I'll, I've talked to friends and I've been like, oh, like they're doing something I really want to be doing, and there's a little bit of jealousy. Yeah, but it's not against them. It's never against them. It's like your oh, own thing. It's your own thing, and that's what you have to understand is if that person is putting their projecting themselves. And like how you negatively feel onto your friendship, that speaks volumes about them. Mm-hmm. And
0: like if they're if they took the first step to show you something, then they they just want like your they care about what you say, they care about your opinion, and they want your objective answer. They don't want your answer to be mixed with your own personal emotions. Yeah. It's just supposed to be like, okay, you know, objectively, I you know, I know you respect my opinion. I think what you're doing is awesome, dude, you know, or do that. Yeah. Keep, keep doing your thing. Like I recently had a friend who we're in, we're in the same field and he's, he's working on something really, really cool. And when he first showed it to me, I was like, damn, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I kind of wish that, you know, maybe he had reached out to me earlier to work on this with him. Mm-hmm. That was like the initial feeling because I was like, wow, this is amazing then I put that to the side and I was like dude you are killing it this is so cool like I'm so proud of you and Mm -hmm. like this is like I have no doubt this is going to be successful
1: yeah and you you can't take away from them like that's the whole thing and they can't take away from you it's a give and take but even in a relationship with your like I think if you're in a family that's obviously um you know safe and respectful and you have that privilege Our parents like a lot of us have that unconditional love given to us where yeah they'll be mad at you and stuff there's obviously those things but they genuinely love you and you love them and you want to do like I know like for a fact I want to make sure like when I have the opportunity I can make sure that I can provide for them in the way that you know I've been provided for and give back and support them and I try my best right now in any way I possibly can to support them um just to make sure that they know that they're seen and they're they're heard and I'm I'm notorious for not like always calling person so is Arya. um yeah I
0: think we both just have that personality type it's not that we don't care we don't think about that person we just
1: uh we get lost in like our own day-to-day kind of yeah and it's and it's something like we're both working on but just understanding that when we do connect with those people that matter in our lives we do try to be open we try to share things we try to be emotionally yeah
0: i think we're good at that
1: there i think we're really
0: good at that i think the problem is that we have so many of our own goals and stuff that we're just kind of like laser focused
1: yeah um at least i But we try yeah but we really i think we try like i sometimes i'm like oh i didn't make time for this person but then i'm like but i've I've tried to make time every weekend for somebody, you know, like yeah. just maybe, like it just depends. I feel like
0: another problem is like, if I were to go through my phone right now and send a message to everybody who I haven't touched base with in a while, and mm-hmm. I really want to see how they're doing, yeah, that's like a a whole day's effort because there is like,
1: well, that's why it's like you a dozen people. It's
0: like a dozen people I would like to reach out to and yeah. see how they're doing, but like, maybe it's a selfish thing. Like I just don't want to give up so much of my time like give up a whole day to do that
1: yeah and you pick and choose but like so i i have a really good friend who lives um in states Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and i have family live in the states too and so if they ever make the effort to come here and i know they're here and we both like are aware we always try to make an effort to see each other that once it doesn't mean you have to like go and spend a whole week giving up your time with that person but like you know the fact that you both equally, and I think this is a huge thing. I've had friendships, especially, and I think other forms of relationships, like even in family and stuff, where I don't feel like the give and take is equal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like
1: I give more and I don't receive as much. And so I've, I've had also a,
0: had the flip of that. I've had relationships where I feel like I receive more and I don't give enough and then I just feel bad.
1: It's funny, I've rarely felt that, actually.
0: I felt that with one friend, specifically.
1: Uh. Well, I feel... I'm not saying it's never happened to me, but at least in the recent um areas, I feel like if it's at a stage where I don't feel like I'm giving more, I don't... I don't know how to put this, but I don't, like, accept it as much, what they give. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, kind of that way. Um, I kind of cut it down, so I don't feel guilty about, like, them giving me more because I'm not accepting more. Um... But there's only so much you can give and take and it's really important to understand your own limits and what you are open to giving and receiving and then not feeling bad about it because if you do have a friendship where you find like or a relationship like analyze that if you're in a romantic relationship I've been there where you feel like you're giving and you're giving and there's no receiving then why are you there in the first place and what is blocking that other person from feeling the same way about you why is your why is there no balance because there should be mhm and i think we lower our expectations in that
0: sometimes yeah
1: like we think like oh oh they've been my friend forever so it's okay or oh well they're a part of my family so it's okay um and that's not true like
0: no but it, it can be tough
1: no, I'm not saying it's not tough, but I'm just giving you, uh, like, the understanding or the, the okay, the green light. Like, give yourself that green light of it isn't okay. You should have that conversation. I know it's hard. Um, I haven't always had the conversation. Sometimes I've taken the easy way out and just been like, we're slowly going to distance myself. And mm. that's that. Um, Not that I don't care about that person. I just don't. Have enough energy in that situation to keep giving it away that freely because it is sacred to me. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I don't. Well, you know what? I th- I don't think that's a bad way to do it. If you still kind of value that person, even if you know you feel like the relationship dynamics are wonky, yeah. Instead of like making a big thing and possibly like damaging that friendship,
1: I don't think you should ever make it a big thing. I think you can have a decent conversation though about your emotions. I've yeah, had
0: that, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You could just, and if they don't understand that, then that says another thing about them. But if you were like, hey, I, I've i just been in a space where, you know, I'm trying to figure out how much energy I have to give. And you don't have to make it, like, anything bad about them. You can't be like, you just don't give me enough. Just make it, like, just, you know, hey, I'm just in a space right now where I'm focusing on myself. And, you know, I'm your friend and I'm always here for you. But is it okay if, you know, I just, I get that little bit of space for myself? And if they're your real friend, they'll respect that. Like they'd be they'd be there for you. And if they can't, I oh, I had this. I needed it. This was like one of the my closest friends, and this was a whole drama, but I didn't have enough energy. I literally like I was working full-time. I was in my senior year of high school. I was babysitting my younger sister, who I was constantly taking care of. Um, and I was trying to like, you know apply to universities and get in and have portfolios and at the same time maintain my friendships. And this person like needed energy constantly and was surrounded by other people who didn't have the same expectations that I did um, with their lifestyles. So they were able to expend that energy on her. her. And so her expectation of me was that you're not giving me enough. And I was like, this is all I have to give. I don't have any more to give. Like, I it's just not it's not there for me to give you. But she never understood that. And that caused a huge rift, which broke us apart um, for the better at the end of the day. But it was so difficult for me to deal with because I couldn't understand how someone who I cared about so much could so easily disregard everything that I was, you know, emotionally going through. Um, because if they'd really been my friend, they would have seen that I was in a stage of overwhelm, basically, right? And instead of pushing me away, it would have been like, Hey, how can I help you? Instead yeah. of being like, Well, give it to me. And so that is something that just like That sounds opened like my a bad eyes. friend.
0: It's a bad friend. Well,
1: yeah, but it's hard. Like you said, it's really hard when you care about someone. It's not that easy to just be like, You're a bad friend, because you're not thinking of them as a bad friend. You're trying to fix things. You're trying to maintain things. You're trying to keep it as important as it is for you. Um, But in those situations, sometimes it's it's inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. Um, Say Inevitable. Nice. Thank (laughs) you. Um, And it just, it has an impact on you. And unfortunately, sometimes you can't avoid it. But if possible, I think you should always try to be honest without hurting anybody and also like Arya said it's not bad if you have the option to kind of just like slowly kind of yeah. set your boundaries without making it super obvious i don't know yeah that's something I've my that. that's
0: something my mom always taught me like anytime i was like feeling like i don't want to be friends with somebody anymore she would always be like you know Arya don't don't you know march in there and just completely throw away that friendship that you've had for you know s- s- such long yeah. so and so long you know that's not right what you can do is just slowly distance yourself, but, like, keep that connection because you never know where people end up in life and, like, who you're going to need to rely on in the future.
1: Yeah, my parents always tell me, don't burn your bridges either.
0: Like, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I, that's the, that was the message. Don't yeah. burn your bridges.
1: Yeah, I used to hear that all the time, too, and I'm just, like, not a very confrontational person in the first place, so I don't generally, like, find that an easy path to take, but um, but like I said, at nice. times, it's just inevitable. I've
0: learned to be more unconfrontational.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I used to be more confrontational.
1: Yeah, Um, but the best friendships I have, I know for a fact it doesn't matter if I don't have time for them for months. If um something happens in my life, they're always there for me. They're always there to support me and they love me unconditionally, really. Like, I genuinely believe that my closest friends do love me unconditionally and they are there for me to support me. And I am as equally there for them. And I never have I ever felt any sort of um unbalanced giving and taking with those relationships. And I mean, those have lasted me for like... Decades. Like, Almost 2 decades. Yeah. Not not quite, but like you're so old. I'm so old. <laughs> he loves making old jokes. Yeah. One day young kids are going to make old jokes about you, my friend. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, that's true. I already have more white hairs than you do. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, if you find that you have a hard time with this though, take a moment to find one friend, just one friend that you really care about and you are the therefore and they're there for you and try to open it up more where you ask those deeper questions where you share those deeper thoughts you have um and it's not easy always to break into those spaces um but once you do oh my god those relationships and those conversations those relationships
0: just like blossom i think and it's it's really extraordinary to be part of that
1: i really i i couldn't say it better myself like it doesn't matter what happens in life I joke about it with them all the time. I'm like, we're going to be like 80-year-old grandmas and we'll still be like best friends. Because even if I move to another country, if anything happens, I know I can call you and you'll talk to me. That's all that matters. Even Mm -hmm. if they can't fly across the country in some grand gesture and stuff like, you know, whatever, movies make you think. That's not what it is. It's just someone being emotionally there for you and listening to you and having a space where you feel seen and heard, whether it is with
0: your family member. That's the purpose of life, isn't it? Helping people and connecting with people.
1: That, yeah, it's that's love. The purpose of life. It's sharing that love and um loving people truly is a gift and being loved truly is a gift. Um but take take that time just see analyze who your friends are, um who your closest friends are, who your closest family members are. And if there's someone who you're looking to like get closer with that you're not close with, maybe have that conversation of like, "Hey, I'd really like to, you know, better our relationship, be more emotionally connected." I haven't felt that but you know you're one of my closest friends and I I would really like to explore that option with you and see what they think and see what they say and maybe it'll be the best thing ever and if not the universe is giving you a sign so take it as you may um I think everyone deserves to have meaningful relationships meaningful connections absolutely support love and everybody deserves that it
0: takes work but everybody deserves that. Yeah,
1: I really do. And it, it brings so much happiness to your life, like, to have that. I know it does for me. Um, so go out there, connect with someone you love, show them you love them, show them they're heard, make sure that you feel heard and seen. And, uh, yeah, we hope that you had a wonderful time listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. If you aren't following us um, on on, like, instagram instagram anchor
0: spotify you know the drill
1: please please give us a follow share it with anyone who you think might benefit from hearing from this Mm -hmm. um i mean that's the goal that we have you know just to help yeah help people a little bit
0: exactly
1: make your life one better. make your life one
0: percent better um share the love you know where we are right now where we're in mexico Are we? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're actually not at the time of recording this, but at the time that you, the listener, are listening to this, we're kicking it back.
1: So, like, you know, when we come back from Mexico, it'd be really great to see all of a sudden that, like, our listenership has doubled. Yeah. Or that, you know, all of a sudden we're getting people reaching out to us and sharing voice notes or questions or episode ideas. That That would would be cool. That would be
0: wonderful. We'll have one more episode for you next week, which will be... um, pre-recorded and then actually well, all episodes are pre-recorded but you know what I mean. pre-recorded <laughs> while we're on vacation and then the week after that ladies and gentlemen we will officially be back from Mexico we'll have had time to you know settle back home and then we're going to have an episode for you detailing all of our um travel journey. yeah just detailing our journey for you it might be a longer episode but i think it'll be a lot maybe of fun few, for maybe us
1: maybe a mini series we never know we'll see when we come yeah, back we'll see we'll see so we hope you um, have a wonderful week ahead and we love you. And adios.
0: Bye. I used to say bye in Mexico. Adios, amigos. Adios.